Okay, everybody, how are we doing? I'm sticking true to my word every Thursday. I will say, we're uh, with a life that nothing is regular, nothing's on a schedule. Um, I haven't been on a schedule other than like brief visits to art museums or universities or whatever. And God, when did I quit my job at the Caliber Group? That was my last like regular, regular job. And that was 2004, maybe before that, 2003. So I, I, I think as I get older, maybe I struggle with the fact that I don't have a regular schedule. And FYI, when I say that, I don't mean to paint like a lazy portrait of me. I get a lot done and everything, and I am very self-motivated. Um, in fact, I'm very anti-motivated when somebody else is telling me to do shit. But when I'm doing it, <laughs> doing the things that I want to do, then I am highly motivated. Um, but anyway, the point being is that somebody like me, also somebody who lives in their head way too much and has tendencies towards severe anxiety and all of that, I need some sort of schedule. And I am lazy physically, and I do nothing physically at all. I don't even take walks anymore, which if anybody has any advice of how to do these first steps into getting back into moving your body or exercising, I would really like that. I even was Googling it last night in bed, like, how do I, how do I wake up and actually move my body more than just, you know, zombie, zombieing over to the coffee machine? And then up to my studio or whatever. So I, I need help. Anyway, hi, this is me reading stuff. I'm Robin O'Neill. You are Terry. You are Teresa. You are Malcolm. And you are Benji. And it's good to have you guys here today. Um, I'm going to start with Recommendation Corner. That's a new segment we're doing here on me reading stuff. Recommendation Corner. So some things I've seen that I'd like to share with you guys. And I know a lot of you have seen these as well. Number one on Amazon Prime was a, was a book-related documentary called The Booksellers. Curious if anyone else saw that. Kind of about the challenges that are arriving for booksellers in this recent day and age. Um, really fascinating kind of deep dive into professional booksellers. And, uh, you know, what's not fun about looking at a bunch of people whose whole lives revolve around books? And you know, all the changes that have happened to the Strand in New York throughout the years and all of that. So I really highly recommend that. Um, also, The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Uh, I think a lot of people is very timely right now to talk about all of the negative effects uh, social media has had on politics, personal lives, etc. It's just one more, you know, I've recommended before Jaron Lanier's books and um, Sherry Turkle's books and I can't remember who else, but this uh, social dilemma is a good summary and gets you kind of, if you're new to kind of questioning why social media can be so bad. And I'm speaking as somebody who, just like many of the people in this documentary, they still use it, but is good, is basically, you know, just the common thing about awareness is very powerful and you should know what's really behind all of this. Um, totally different. The Last Dragon from 1985. Who has seen this and how the hell did I not see that? As somebody who grew up with Karate Kid being her favorite movie and loving martial arts, kind of drama, action, comedy movies, uh, Damien told me that he had a VHS tape of this growing up and he watched it so many times that it, he wore it out. So anyway, Vanity, 
of Prince and Vanity fame. She's in it. She has a musical number in this movie that is out of this world and very weird and very beautiful and crazy. Um, there's a character named Bruce Leroy. The whole thing is just solid gold. The Last Dragon. Watch it. Talk to me about it. Speaking of, I'm also finally watching Cobra Kai and I'm loving it. I'm almost done with season two now. But if you liked, if you're like around my age and you grew up with the original Karate Kid, this TV show is so good and they flip the pages on you. I was always a Johnny and Cobra Kai fan anywhere, anyway, more than Daniel LaRusso. So, and by the way, again, the movie Karate Kid means so much to me, maybe more than any movie. I love other movies more now, but that movie is like my inner essence is made up of that movie. And, you know, it's the one thing my one sibling and I have in common. And that's a big deal to me. And I hold true to that because it's very meaningful to me that I have that with him. So anyway, and I'll never forget, I first saw Karate Kid because my mom would take us to these like movie outings at the library. The library, you would go and you'd sit around and look at books and then a little van would take you to a new movie during the day. Hold on a second. I got to reach for something. And it was so cute and so fun. And I'll never forget sitting in the theater next to my little brother. And it was like my, when my brother decided to be into karate, he ended up being in Taekwondo and then later became, hello, he won, I can't remember, bronze at the Junior Olympics in Korea. So take that world. All right, um, that's enough of probably recommendation corner. I'm now going to move on to culinary corner. What have you been eating? What have I been eating? I did mention that I am the expert at salad dressings, and only one person reached out wondering about what are you so good at? What's going on with your salad dressing? So I'm secretly um, sort of uh, resenting everybody who didn't reach out asking about my <laughs> salad dressings. But um, so my main thing is, as long as you know the basic, like most people learn how to do an emulsion where it's usually Dijon, maybe a little honey, and then you're, and then, um, a, you know, a little vinegar or lemon juice, some sort of acid. And then with your whisk, you're, you're whisking all of that together while you drizzle olive oil slowly in there into a big bowl. That way you're emulsifying and it'll stick together. It won't separate. So that's your basis, basic, right? So mine, my only clue, my, my rule is simple. Basically anything that you enjoy the taste of, you put that shit into your salad dressing and emulsify it with the oil. That's all it is. I mean, it's always good. Do everything the same, but just use sesame oil. Everything from the basic Dijon, you know, Dijon vinaigrette. Um, once you learn that, then you just add it in. I'm big into dry spices, so I'll put cumin in almost every salad dressing just because it's a good antioxidant. It's good for you. It brightens you up. I put garlic powder in almost everything. In fact, I've got to find this thing that Damien made me record. Um, he, I said these words out loud and he goes, oh shit, that needs to be your new, like, what did he call it? Mantra or March or something? Okay, hold on. Let me find it and I'll play it for you. Okay, I found it in my voice memos. He he said this is your new chant. Okay, here we go. Hopefully you'll be able to hear this. Garlic powder, onion powder, parsley, salt and pepper. Garlic powder, onion powder, salt and pepper, parsley. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting a kick out of myself. Garlic powder, onion powder, salt and pepper, parsley. 
those are my main things. Um, so yeah, fresh herbs, hello, put them in there. Dried herbs, put them in there. Honey, put it in there. Maple syrup, put it in there. Um, any sort of, even yellow mustard, even ketchup, like a tiny little ketchup. Um, amino acids, soy sauce, miso. That's the main one I use now. I do, here's a typical one for me. Miso, Dijon, garlic powder, uh, lemon juice, sesame oil, a little bit rice vinegar. Um, oh, if you've got orange juice, put put a little, and I'm talking like minuscule amounts of everything. And pretty soon you've got this crazy taste that you'll never get anywhere else, you know? So basically you make food for your taste buds. And then the beauty is when you share that with other people, they jump right into your taste buds and understand your mouth better. And that's what we all want in this world for other people to understand our mouths better. Am I right? Also leftover Chinese food. Oh my God. I haven't had that in a long time, but the other day we ventured out to order Chinese food. It was like a mini date. We decided to go, um, try to, you know, get something. We've just been making all of our own food. So we got Chinese food and then ordered enough for us to have some the next day. And I had forgotten how good Chinese food leftovers are. They're so much better than when you eat it fresh. Am I right? Do you guys hear the windows are open? And it's like, I'm a little hot probably because I'm just talking and drinking coffee, but, oh, sorry, but really quick. Have I told you guys also that I this has always been the case, but it's getting worse lately. When I talk, like if I'm on the phone with a friend or if I'm now apparently talking on here on the podcast, I start to sweat like crazy. I get so hot when I'm talking, especially on the phone. I don't know what is going on, but I'm going to have to go get like a hairband and put my hair up. I'm serious. I'm leaving. But anyway, I'll be right back and then I'll try to read you guys something. <laughs> Sorry. It's like I'm on cocaine or something. All right, I'm back. The hair is up. I am loving this weather. It's very autumn. It's very, it's raining, but just lightly, but a lot of it, it's dark. I'm so into fall. I'm so into October. September's my least favorite month for some reason, but it did bring in, I love living in Washington, you guys. I really love it. Okay, uh, let me grab my book and we're going to read from Elliot Weinberger's new book, Angels and Saints. Very recent uh, publication date, just came out last month, and I've mentioned it. We've read from Elliot Weinberger before, and he's translated a lot of poetry I've read to you all. And this book, I'm not even done with it yet, but I have to share some of this. So let me pick a page, and I'll be right back. All right, it is so hard to decide. Anyway, this is a new, to decide which parts I'm going to read to you, but this is a New Directions book. We love New Directions here on the podcast. Highly recommend, in, rec, I recommend in ordering it. Uh, it says here it's only $26.95 on the New Directions site. Uh, he's a master essayist and one of the most kind of intimidating brains out there. Um, just I can't imagine anyone not loving reading this. So it's broken up into one section about angels and another section about saints. And there are also these illuminated grid poems from the, from, um, let's see, a certain, let's see, Benedictine monk, a Benedictine monk. I don't know his name. Morris is his last name. And they are just crazy looking so beautiful so you've this book is um very much an art book as much as it is a book book so um but i really love the the uh section on saints like there's this one section just called brief lives and it kind of lists some saints dalthus italy second century he became bishop of ravenna 
Is it Ravenna? Yeah, Ravenna, after a dove miraculously appeared above him, but it's doubtful that he ever existed. Um, Paul the Simple. At 60, he discovered his wife in bed with a neighbor and left his farm to become a desert hermit. His nickname came from his childlike demeanor. And then my favorite, um, Aylby of Emley, Ireland, about 525, 528. He could turn a cloud into a hundred horses. See, just that line alone inspires me to want to make about 2,000 drawings. So this is how, maybe it's just for me. And then this guy, uh, John Climacus from Egypt, Egypt in 579 through 649. A man who has heard himself sentenced to death will not worry about the way theaters are run. <laughs> a small hair disturbs the eye. These are some of his main points. A blind archer is useless. A gloomy environment will cure pride. Every, an angry person is like a voluntary epileptic. Dried up mud draws no pigs. I don't think anyone should be classified as a saint until he has made his body holy, if indeed that is even possible. If you are in a crowd, seek out dishonor. That's what I've always said. All right, but I'm going to read you guys. Those are just kind of, kind of to give you a taste of what's going on here. And I'm going to read from... Um, an English saint from the 1100s. This is Aylred of Rivalu. Rival. R-I-E-V-O-V-A-U-L-X. Rival. Jeez. How would I say that? Rival. Um, I really love the second part, but here I'm going to read this whole page. This is from Aylred's writing. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you distracted by this and that? Why do you seek so many things? How can there be delight in this place of terror and desolation? How can you find knowledge in this land of shadow of death? Do you love this world? You are greater than the world. Are you blinded by the sun? You are more blinding than the sun. Do you wonder about the motion of the stars? You are above the stars. Do you hope to unravel the mystery of the beginning of life? No life began more mysteriously than yours. Is your mind confused when you try to think about these things? You yourself are the most confusing of all. Well, how good is that? I love touching this book. I always like to mention that when there's a book that I love touching. And this is one of them. Oh, I just found these little post-it notes stuck inside this book. Those little ones that are little tabs. I love those. If anyone ever wants to bring me a present, if you just give me those post-it note tab things, I'm yours. All right, uh, that's all I've got for today, except I did want to give a quick announcement. I'm doing another. Thank you, guys. A lot of you tuned in to my talk last Saturday at Inman Gallery via Zoom, and that made me feel very happy. Lots of fun, good questions. I'll be doing this again, this time with the curator of my show that I had last year, the uh, survey show. Allison Hurst was the curator of that, so she and I will be talking back and forth about all sorts of things via Zoom this week. So I'll put the link in the description once again, and I would love for you to join. So it'll be a very different, a very different talk than the last one I had, because this is more um, of a conversation interview type thing for me. So I would love it. To, I would love to see you guys there. Again, the link will be in the description. That's really all I have. My, my show's still up there. If you want to check out the viewing room, um, you guys have been buying shirts. I'm really glad about that. Soft, soft, me reading stuff shirts. Buy them at the Cotton Bureau. Link will be included. And that's about it. Just tell your friends about this. And uh, let's play that music to get out of here. All right. 
what am I gonna say? Take a hot shower or a cold one. I don't know what you need right now. And frankly, I don't, I don't need to know that. I don't wanna know if you need a hot or a cold shower. I need a hot bath. That's what I need. Oh, I just got so many lush bath bombs. Um, let's see, press pause on everything and just sit. I'm thinking about taking a few days off of the phone, email, everything. Just as I get caught up with emails, I'm gonna push pause on it and never catch up again. Smart, you know what? I'm not pressing pause. You know what? Hit fast forward. Let's do all this really quickly. I was gonna tell you guys to like, you know, sit and breathe and calm yourself down. Don't feel so rushed, but I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, let's see. I will say, do the most annoying thing on your to-do list. Do it right now. Get it over with. Do it just to get it over with. You're going to feel great. I've been doing that every day. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do the worst thing right now. Um, and remember that worrying is basically wishing or praying, whichever way you want to say it, wishing for what you don't want to happen. Take that. Do you believe me? Because I'm right about this one. All right, guys. That's all I've got for today. Keeping it under 17 minutes. Love you, have a wonderful weekend, and goodbye.